You're listening to the Business with Purpose podcast with your host, Molly Stillman of stillbeingmolly.com. This podcast takes you behind the scenes with some of the world's most generous entrepreneurs, from the CEOs of mission-driven brands to directors of small community nonprofits and everything in between. Molly is sitting down with men and women who believe in changing the world not only through their personal lives, but also their professional careers. And now, here's Molly. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Business with Purpose podcast. My guest this week is Kylie Nichols, who is the founder of Nickel and Suede. Now, if you know me personally, you know that I am pretty much never seen not wearing a pair of Nickel and Suede earrings. They are my favorite leather earrings. They're so lightweight. They're so comfortable. They're so cute. And I have them in pretty much every color. (laughs) So yeah, I'm a little bit obsessed with this company, but not just because they make cute earrings. They really just epitomize what I love about small businesses that are committed to making products here in the United States, empowering individuals in their community, and so much more. You will love hearing Kylie's story about how she started Nickel and Suede. And I just really hope you love this conversation with Kylie. Hey, Kylie, welcome to the show. Hey, Molly, thanks. I am so excited to have you on because I feel like we this is um, we haven't really talked in forever, but we go we go like basically way back. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think three years now and. I don't know. In this time of life, three years is like 10 years. So yeah, we definitely go way back. (laughs) I know. So for those that don't know, so Kylie and I met on the Stitch Fix vacay, which was basically still, I put in like the top five coolest things I've ever gotten to do because of blogging. (laughs) Yeah. And um, we basically got taken with a few other bloggers out to, we got flown out to San Francisco, which is, was my first time out there. It's beautiful. And we got to go to the Stitch Fix headquarters and they put us up in this house in downtown San Francisco. And it was just, it was awesome. Yeah. But this was right at the beginning of Kylie launching Nickel and Suede, which we're going to talk all about. Um, and so we just, but we just kind of, I mean, we instantly connected and I've just, I've loved uh, just kind of staying, you know, in touch via the internets since then. Right. <laughs> um, and so I was so excited to have you on the show because I think, you know, obviously I love what you do with your blog. Um, but I also obviously I'm a, as you know, a massive fan of Nickel and Suede and pretty much everybody that knows me and yeah. faults me yeah. for getting them addicted to Nickel and Suede. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, um, all right. So before we get into all of that, I'm going to have you do what I have all my guests do. And that's just in a few minutes or less. Tell us the Kylie 101. So give us your life story and all that has transpired you know obviously the short version uh um, where you are today okay that's a loaded question how much (laughs) of my life do you want to know um yeah so let's see I I don't know I guess I started college I went to I went to school after you know high school I went to college at BYU and I studied nutrition thought like oh I want to go in dietetics and so I had plans to go into a master's degree program um in Washington and was excited about that plan for life. And then we found out, um, my husband and I found out we were expecting. And so, um, that kind of jump started our family a little bit earlier than I had planned, but, um, also kind of changed the path I was pursuing. So I didn't go into dietetics and I ended up, um, just getting a job at baby gap. And it was kind of a hard time of life of trying to figure out like what, 
what is, what's life going to be about for me? And so, um, we had our first little boy and I found myself still kind of really with a lot of time on my hands, even though I had a baby, it just like babies nap a lot. And I just was feeling kind of like I'd left all the stimulating things in college and I needed something to fill that void. And so, um, my husband and I started our first little Etsy shop business. Um, at that time we had a little boy and I worked at Gap and I had all these cute little jeans that had belt loops and onesies all tucked into pants. And so my husband was like, well, why doesn't he have a belt? And (laughs) why doesn't, why don't anybody make, why doesn't anybody make belts for three month olds? And so we thought, well, we could do that. And we cut down one of my skinny belts into a little tiny belt and um, it was just so cute and it was such a new fun idea that we thought, well, let's try to do some of this. And Etsy was just getting off the ground. And so it was a great time to like try making and selling something. And um, anyway, so I kind of launched myself into that in my free time and in my husband's free time after work. And so we we did that for a couple of years and learned a lot. It was my first time ever trying to sell something and um, put things on the Internet. And so it was I was suddenly like really motivated and really inspired and really excited because there's so many things to learn and a lot of creative things to, to go after with starting a little business like that. So that was kind of our first little venture. And then, um, we ended up moving back to the Midwest where my family, um, I grew up in Kansas city. And so we moved back to live closer to my parents and, um, that was kind of when I started getting into blogging. I had a friend who, um, had as a craft blog and she was trying to, we always talked about how to grow our blog or my little shop. And she said, I think you should start a blog. And I was like, Oh, there's so many big bloggers out there. And there's, I'll never make a dent. And there's so many, like, I don't even know how to do that. And so she kind of babysat me and walked me through (laughs) it and taught me everything I knew she knew. And, uh, so that was kind of the start of kind of blogging to help our Etsy shop. But also I found that I loved blogging and I loved writing and I forgot that I liked writing and I had forgotten that I liked styling clothes. And, um, so that, that was another exciting time of like learning more things and going to blog conferences, learning about branding and about, uh, selling yourself and, and being, you know, authentic and, and all those things. And so, so that was fun. And in the meantime, we had more kids. So, um, <laughs> we have four boys now. Um, You're my hero. <laughs> yeah, it's busy. So, um, yeah, so we, I had a blog and we had an Etsy shop and then Nickel and Suede kind of came about and I don't know how much you want me to tell about that right now. Yeah. But we, I, my blog was very DIY, very, uh, make outfits, make, and you know, kind of, I was a creature of habit and so I always wore always still wear kind of the same metal earrings and they were, um, silver teardrops, big, huge metal earrings. And I wore them daily. Um, and I wanted a gold pair and I just could not find anywhere that sold a gold pair that looked the same. And so because we were in the leather business, I would go to leather stores and see leather that was pretty and patterned. And it wasn't just the boring belt leather that we always bought. And so I would sneak like leopard or gold leather into the the pile. And my husband would say, what are you going to make with that metallic gold leather? That's not like useful. And we can't make anything out of that. And 
turns out I was able to sneak downstairs and find that gold leather and say, I think this would look really good as the gold that I'm looking for with, with some earrings. And so we, I uh, traced my metal earring and cut out a gold leather earring. And I thought that was a fun DIY. I like how creative that felt. These are going to be cute. <laughs> and so um, I wore them around and they were really cute and cool looking, but they, they ended up taking on a whole, it became something much bigger than I thought. It, um, leather earrings are super comfortable, lightweight, flexible. I was mowing the lawn in them. I was taking naps with my kids in them. I could hold my phone up to my ear and not have something digging into my neck. And so this function suddenly arose that I didn't, these earrings that were huge and pretty also had this amazing function. And so I talked to my husband about it and we started making a few more and telling people about them. And then the feedback we were getting was so great that my husband was really encouraging of us continuing, um, building it into its own brand and something. And so the name Nickel and Suede came about. Our last name is Nichols. And so Nickel and Suede was kind of a great combination of our name and our product. And so we really pursued it. We, we uh, started a website and the day that we launched our website my husband came home late and said I quit my job by the way and he was an an accountant and so he had this very um typical and reliable job and he quit it the day we started Nickel and Suede oh my gosh I don't think I knew that yeah yeah he he told his boss that you know what I've got better things to pursue at home I've got more exciting more better, better opportunities at home to go help my wife with this, with this business. And so, yeah, he quit and I don't know, kind of the rest is history. We've been, we've both been doing it full time for the last three years and it's grown to be a lot more than we ever imagined. And it's been really exciting. So, so yeah, I'm a, I'm a mom of four boys. I'm a wife. My husband and I work together. We own a small business and Life is crazy. So that's kind of my my spiel, my story. I love it. And so for, you know, so obviously for those that, that you know, maybe are like, wait, so Nickel and Suede, that's like the leather earring company. Yes, that's the leather earrings that I wear every yes. every single day. And everybody's like, how many pairs of Nickel and Suede earrings do you have? I'm like, oh, a lot. <laughs> well, a you lot. need the whole rainbow. I, mean, I know. Honestly, like a pair to match every outfit. So. Exactly. We exactly. support it. <laughs> so, so you started now. I want to say, so that was it 2014 that you guys started? Yeah, it was June of 2014. So we're coming up on three years. Yeah. Next month. And so the, and this, yeah. So the Stitch Fix vacay was in September of 2014. Yeah. So you guys really yeah, had just launched. Really had. And so that, that's why, like, I love you so much because you're one of our first, like, <laughs> you adopted, like, the day we met, you adopted, like, I love Nickel and Suede and I will support you. And yeah. so, I mean, I'm, like an I'm o- sure OG. you look back in your blog posts, like, <laughs> when did she start wearing them? Oh, yeah, exactly when they started. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, well, I thought it was, I mean, it, one, it was so genius that you brought pairs for all of us because you were like, hey, these are my earrings. This is this new business I launched. And and yeah, so what do you guys think? And we were all like, uh, these are amazing. 
I felt so good. <laughs> yes, but I think that's that's one of the things is that I you know it's not just an earring company. I mean, and it's not just a cute pair of earrings. Um, I mean, in addition to just their functionality, um, I mean how lightweight they are. I mean, I I literally wear them to the gym, and people are always I, like, what? I've seen you. I know. <laughs> I know. People are like, don't are, are you, you're wearing you're accessorizing at the gym? I'm like, look. These are leather and they're really comfortable and they're cute. So <laughs> I don't even know I have them on unless you say something. Exactly. Yeah. Like I, I I forget that I have them on. And now I'm at the point that I legitimately kind of feel naked if I don't have a pair on or if I leave oh. the house and I'm like, oh, yeah. I didn't put earrings in. <laughs> Believe me, I understand. <laughs> um, but one of the things that I love so much about you guys is that you you obviously started the company. Um, I mean, it was just you. It was you were one day like, I, I think yeah. I want to make this pair of earrings. And then your husband's like, I'm going to support you in this. And you guys started out so small as a, you know, just a small family business in Kansas City. And you have as much as you guys have grown and as has uh, as successful as the business is, you guys have really maintained sort of that small business, small family feel and your commitment to continuing to make the products in the U.S. and and, and hire people here and and all that kind of stuff. Can you talk a little bit about that and um you know, why that's something that you guys feel so strongly about and um, and just why that is such a, you know, part of the fabric of who Nickel and Suede is as a, as a company? Yeah, yeah, I love that question. Um, we definitely started small. We started in our basement. We had a half, half of a basement that was unfinished and my husband said, perfect, we can make earrings here all day long forever. We make a small product. We have a small space. This will be great. And so we were in our basement for two of those three years and we had employees come every day and we made a lot of earrings out of there. And then eventually it just kind of became apparent that we needed more space. We needed somewhere where local people could come and pick up their products. And so we ended up going to tr- to open an, a brick and mortar store. And then we were like, it's nice to have it not all in our basement. I think we should get it totally out of our basement. And so we opened a, a production building as well. And so that's where we work out of now is we have a brick and mortar store and then we have a production building. And when we started, we, we were able to stay in our basement because we hired moms to take home basically kits of product to assemble at home. And we loved that because we thought these are women who we can count on their quality and they can use the extra money. They support us. Um, we were proud to have them work for us and they were proud to work for, for us. And so that was kind of our original model. And then uh, as we grew, I think we had a day where we just had, we did a buy one, give one promotion. So it has ended up being a buy one, get one free. And I think we had over 3000 orders come in, in like a 24 hour period. I remember when you guys did that rushed, it crushed our typical, like how we make and ship things. And so we had to revamp and we weren't able to, we weren't able to keep that take home and bring the product back to us, um, uh, business model because we just needed to ship something as soon as it was made, it needed to go out the door, but we still love the fact that we can make our own product here in Kansas city Mm -hmm. and that we still can have moms come during the school day and work at our building. And we, um, just hired a friend 
him and his family are moving from Chicago to come help us really grow our company. And he, he and we have been talking about how excited we are about creating a production and manufacturing facility that is actually awesome to work at. That's actually yeah. really fun and comfortable and enjoyable. And we have high quality people making high quality product and we're going to spend money there where other companies don't spend money. And we yeah. think that we can count on our customers to back us up for that. And that overall as a brand, it'll be really healthy for us. And so, yeah, we're excited to, to keep pursuing that, I think, and to really um, create jobs in our community and have a good influence on anybody who comes to work for us and um, have that great company culture where people want to work for us because even though they're sitting and assembling earrings, it's still an awesome place to work. I love that so much because, I mean, that that is, like you said, I mean, I think that it can sometimes be lost um, in a lot of companies, especially as they grow. They just want to figure out how to get it done the easiest and cheapest way possible. And they don't yeah. necessarily take the time to think about the impact that they're making, not only on their customers, but also on the people that are making their products. And so the fact that you guys are being so intentional about it and have been from the beginning, like, I love that so much. And that and that, that is something that I think sets you guys apart in the industry. And then also, you know, that's something that your customers love about you guys. And they feel good, you know, knowing that the earrings that they're wearing are, you know, were made by a mom who is now able to, you know, support her kids or support her family or help just, you know, contribute, um, you know, or somebody in the community who, you know, maybe needed a second chance and was able to get a job. Yes. And, yes. and um, I mean, I think that's just, that's so awesome that you guys are just really being intentional about that. And that, that just makes me so happy. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it feels great. It's, I mean, it's a challenge. I mean, we, making a lot of something like the product we sell is physically taxing yeah. and it can be, um, you know, it's not necessarily a job that you really want to go after normally, but we're, we're hoping and we're going to do our best to make that a job that people do want and that we can, we can find ways to, you know, whether it's stretching breaks or, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> who knows, there's going to be a lot of different ways that we go after that. But we really want to maintain the small business awesomeness, mm -hmm. but also have the big business benefits of we try to ship everything same or next day and your product will not take three weeks, even though it's, you know, being carefully made and, yeah. and we're a small business. We're trying to, I guess, do the best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you can. I mean, you know, it's I love le learning about companies like Zappos or Patagonia who are these companies that are just known for their employee and like company culture and yeah. how even at Zappos, like I've actually toured the Zappos headquarters when I was, I went out to Vegas in 2008 and they have a really awesome tour that if you're ever out in Vegas, I highly like for anybody listening, if you're ever in Vegas, go do the Zappos tour. It's really, cool. really cool because you can go to their headquarters and they take you on this whole tour of the company and the building and they talk all about the Zappos company culture and you know everybody from the janitor to the you know customer service people who are literally on the phone all day long like it is not a glamorous job at all right to, right to the shipping people to all the way up to senior management like 
everybody has a say, everybody has, um, you know, access to, you know, obviously great benefits. But then in addition, like just the things that they have on site are so cool. They have a nap room where you can like, if you need to take a nap, like a 15 minute nap, you can go in there. They have a little timer, a little bed set up. They have a, you know, a break, a really cool break room Um, for, for nursing moms. They have like this whole like really nice pumping room where they have a fridge and a TV and books and all this kind of stuff so for moms to go and pump they have you know the the cool snack room they even have this one room that has like a giant throne in it with like with like (laughs) kind of photo booth type stuff um you know and and that's where like you can have quote-unquote serious meetings in this like room like wearing a crown stuff like that (laughs) but it's just it's really cool to kind of see how the the employees you know have all this the say and what they're able to do and, and ideas and things like like that. But they they really try to instill, you know, again, like whether you're senior management or a janitor, they want you to feel a part of the company. So it's and, and yeah. same with Patagonia. Pata- Patagonia um, does a very similar type approach to their business model. And so it's just really cool to see that you guys are are thinking about that kind of stuff. And, you know, how can we not only serve our customers by providing a great product and being fast and, you know, giving them um, what they want as a paying customer, but also how can we be intentional about how we take care of the people that work for us and make it a great place to work so that everybody else is walking around Kansas City going, hey, there's a job opening at Nickel and Suede and people will be like, yes, (laughs) you know, right. Yeah, yeah, it's and it's hard. It's hard to do both. It's hard to be awesome for customers mm-hmm. and then also to have this huge focus internally. But I, yeah. we've seen other companies just yeah. kind of rot for rot from the inside out. Like, um, you can't not take care of your people. And yeah. I mean, we haven't been perfect at it, and we've got a long ways to go. But we're excited about our plans for it, and that, I mean, so far so good. It's just. Uh, as we grow and we we're kind of working on creating that infrastructure right now so that we are a company that can do all the different things that employees need. And that's fun and exciting and lots of work. <laughs> yeah. Now you guys obviously, um, you know, you guys have had a lot of success, but you guys have also had a lot of challenges. Um, I remember last year, I mean, it was like, it was a little over a year ago. You guys mm-hmm. were like getting ready to move into your space and, like tragedy struck. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, that was, um, really unexpected. We, we were getting ready to move into our brick and mortar store location. And we also had all of our production that was going to be all in the same building that was being renovated and, um, in a hundred year old building and turns out there are issues with that sometime. And so we, we hadn't moved anything in yet. It was still under works and we got the call. I think it was May 3rd last year that there was a lot of smoke around that area. And, um, within a few minutes we found out that the outer wall of the whole building had collapsed and the whole building was gone. Basically it yeah. was just the pictures were crazy. crazy. Yeah. It was like an earthquake for like the one building. Like yeah. it was just crazy. And it was, there were so many blessings in it because none of the crews had gone in that day, even though they should have, and no cars that were driving by were hit by anything. And so, I mean, safety wise, it was, it was perfect, but it was just, it left us really like, what are we going to do now? We were ready to move out of the house. We were like, we had all these plans and now what? 
And so it really kicked us into action to move forward even faster than we would have. And mm-hmm. so we, Soren spent, my husband spent days, like the next few days, just driving around looking at like all of this um, re- real estate that we could, commercial real estate that we could rent and, and lease. And so we found a, a store location and within six weeks we were, we opened that and then about a month later, we opened our, moved into the new production space. And so, um, I mean, it was, it was shocking. The same day that that happened, my six month old fell off of my bed and broke his leg. And so it was, <laughs> it was a rough day. It was not a good mom day. It was not a good business owner day. It was, it was Kylie, rough. I'm like laughing because I don't want to cry. <laughs> I know it was so, it was so bad, but, um, I think we just have decided that there's been so many instances where we've seen God in our business and in the plans that are there for our business where, you know, I didn't even know I was even going to start a business ever. And I certainly didn't think my husband would quit his job and do it with me. And, and we, all of these things, like we couldn't have planned or made happen ourselves. And so we really, I just keep looking back and saying, okay, like God has brought us through this and I know he's Mm -hmm. got a plan for this business and for us. And we're just trying to hold on and see what that plan is and do our best and then step out and try something. And, and I know that, you know, in that case, I knew we would find the right building. Like I know we'll get the right building when we need it. And right now we're currently kind of at capacity for that building, which is crazy to us. Like that is crazy. We thought we were moving from 300 square feet to 4,400 square feet. Like, we'll never use all this space. And now we're like, shoot, we need more office space. We're, we need to hire more people. <laughs> and so my husband is again, like driving around looking at all this real estate. And I'm thinking, you know, it's going to be okay. Like, I know we're going to find the right building when we need it. And like, it'll, it'll work out We're we'll be taken care of as long as we're trying, we keep working. And so anyways, I, it's a lot of faith that goes into those, like, crazy things that you just can't foresee happening. Yeah. I mean, I remember when you shared that, um, when you shared on Facebook, you were like, okay, so today's kind of been a bad day. My son broke his leg. Oh, and our building collapsed. But like the fact that, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that you felt every emotion that you can think of during that time. But I think what was so apparent, at least to me, even just through the internet, you know, and just you sharing your story was like, you never lost hope. You never gave up faith. And you knew that somehow, some way God was going to do something through it. And your, your patience and your faith through that is just so apparent. And just, it just really shows that when you go from 300 square feet to 4,400 square feet, and you're already running out of room, that just shows that is such proof of God just being like, here, I'm going to give you a little bit and see how you steward over it. And then I'm going to blow your mind. (laughs) (laughs) Which I mean, we're really grateful for it. Sometimes that's almost like the scarier part. Like, yeah, the building fell down and that's rough. But like, sometimes all the good problems are like even more scary. And Mm -hmm. I tell people all the time, like, I know we have good, lots of good problems and I'm really thankful for them, but they're still problems. And so they still keep us up at night and they're still stressful. And like as good as it is, it's still just as hard. So we're super, super thankful for, I mean, we, we pinch, I pinch myself all the time, just where we're at. And I mean, 
even if things stopped growing now, like we are so fortunate. So that's so awesome. Now, you I know that you have shared some of this on your blog before, um, but one of the things that's been both a big blessing and a challenge, um, and this is the reality for a lot of families, is, um, you know, being a working mom and um, owning your own business and also working with your husband. That can be a, that can be a challenge, like working with your spouse. What has that been like for you guys when when Soren came home and he's like, hey, by the way, quit my job. Um, so we're going to do this together. Um, what has that been like for you raising four boys and also working with your husband and being a blogger and, a, you know, a business owner? Um, what have been both of the, you know, the the challenges and also been the successes that you guys have been through? Yeah, there's that has been. I was gonna say that has been another challenge we've we've gone through. Um, I mean, it's challenging just having four kids and trying to figure out how to be a mom and how to take care of them and also how to run a business because I'm so important to the business. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been a challenge. But then, yeah, learning to work with my spouse has been like the hugest blessing and also biggest difficulty Mm -hmm. we are total opposites and so for we've been married for 10 years now but for the first I tell people the first seven were really hard um (laughs) because I was just so stubborn and he was just always so right and so like honest to a fault (laughs) and I like I don't like that so um it's been a lot of like humbling and also acknowledging the other person's talents and abilities. The reason Nicole and Zwaite has been successful is because we have a Soren and we have a Kylie. And yeah. Soren's talents are enormous in the things that he's talented in. And the things that I'm talented in, I'm really good at too. Mm-hmm. But they don't really overlap very much. Yeah. And so it's been amazing to see us work together and note how good the other person is at what they do. And... I think that's probably what's brought us together the most is that we can't do anything without the other person because he's so good at what he does and I'm so good at what I do that we need each other. And so it's been really cool. It's been great for our marriage, even though for the first while it was difficult. So, yeah. What would you say to um, somebody who is either in the thick of working with their spouse or considering working with their spouse? Like what's your best advice for couples who work together? Yeah. Um, it's a good question. I think if you don't already notice those things that I just talked about, about your spouse, Mm -hmm. about like, what is it that they bring to the table that you couldn't do? Or what is it that they take care of that you're like, I'm so glad that they like to talk on the phone to people because I hate answering the phone. Um, I think make like realizing what those things are sooner than later and making a list of them or noting them. I think, you know, that's kind of that being grateful for the other person. Yeah. And then also taking time to do other things too together. It's really hard to um, not just do business all the time. Yeah. (laughs) Because sometimes the only time we get together to talk is at night and we're like, well, we got to talk about work because we didn't see each other today and we kind of have the decisions to make. Yeah. So um, date nights or like recently we've been traveling for work um, and we've had a really fun time because I've made a point to be like, okay, we have these work things to do, but let's also go do some fun things together Yeah, and build the relationship in a way that's not just about work. Yes. Yes. That is so important. And that's what I hear across the board from couples who work together is just like, be sure to have to set those boundaries so that you're not always in work mode because it can be really easy 
to be in work. I mean, my husband and I, we're both self-employed. We don't work together, but we are both self-employed. And so it can be really easy to come home and not shut work off. And so even though we don't work yeah. together, we're still like, oh, we, we really probably should not talk about work stuff tonight. I know, <laughs> right? Like put the phone away. It's really hard. It so. is really hard. It is really hard. Well, as we kind of wrap up here, um, I would love for you just to kind of share um, what are some things that are on the horizon for you, Kylie, as a blogger? I mean, you obviously your your blog is amazing and and ever and people love it. Um, what's on the horizon for Nickel and Suede, and what are sort of the the things that you're excited about for the rest of the year, and kind of just what the future holds? I mean, as, again, as a mom, a busy mom of four boys, and a and a business owner, and all that kind of stuff, what kind of stuff are you looking for? to yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> there's a lot of things so that's exciting um we are excited I'm excited because um my one of my favorite things about owning a business and being the creative is like coming out with new products and mm -hmm. designing new things and so we have some new products coming out this year and we're really looking towards gearing more towards being a lifestyle brand rather than just being known for our amazing earrings, which are amazing, but, um, we've worked really hard on our brand and that being the important piece. And so anyways, we have some fun stuff coming. I'm excited for that. Ooh, I can't um, wait. <laughs> yeah. Nickel and suede everything I think is, <laughs> yes. so yeah. And we have, we've really just this year, I feel like we're really working on like solidifying and nailing everything that we do and getting it just right so that next year I think is just going to be a really huge year of new new products hiring a lot more people and really exploding is the plan so um but yeah I mean we have leopard print earrings finally coming out next week which has been kind of on my wish list forever saw, but we also have I a saw new your earring. sneak peek and I'm like Ooh. I know yes <laughs> We have a new earring shape coming out in a couple of weeks for our third birthday, which nobody knows about yet. Ooh. And it's really cool. I'm excited about it. So little things and big things. It's just, it's all fun. I think the process of being a business owner and growing a business is just like the process is what's exciting. And then seeing what you've worked on come to fruition. So we'll have plenty of that. I am so excited. I can't wait. I'm, I'm sitting on pins and needles. <laughs> I know. Well, you'll be just getting a package in the mail any day now. I'm sure. Ooh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Well, Kylie, um, and for everybody listening, I will have all of the links to both Kylie's blog and Nickel and Suede, uh, their website, and of course, um, their Instagram and all that kind of stuff. I'll have all of that in the show notes for you guys. Um, but Kylie, if people want to get in touch with you and find out more um, or just, you know, want to find out how you know they can uh, support you guys what's the best way for people to get in touch with you personally I kind of live out of my blog email actually which is Kylie at one little mama.com perfect that's kind of that's me you know where my blog is my creative it's my space it's yeah. my my everything so I think that's probably the best place and then if it has to do with work then I can <laughs> send them the right way so Awesome. Awesome. Well, Kylie, thank you so much. I know um, that, you know, like I said, being working and taking care of kids and being a wife and, and just all the amazing things that you're doing. Um, I just can't thank you enough for taking the time to be on the show. And I can't wait for everybody to hear your story. Well, I just can't say enough how much I appreciate you wanting to share our story, you sharing our products, you always wear them. And um, <laughs> I know everybody buys them because of you. So anyways, <laughs> I'm just, I 
can't say thank you enough because Aww. the people who believe in you at the beginning are the people you just always have in your heart forever. So, oh, well, thank you, Kylie. I really appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. All right, girl. Well, I will talk with you soon. All right. Thanks, Molly. Okay, guys, I hope you loved that conversation with Kylie. If you have not already, you need to go out and get yourself your first pair of nickel and suede earrings because. I know this sounds a little extreme, but it's true. They will change your life. They are truly the best earrings, but I just adore Kylie. I think she's amazing. She is uh, basically just one of my heroes because, I mean, just the way she runs her business and she's a mom to four boys and she's a wife and just she's so many amazing things. I just I adore her. Thank you guys so much for listening. If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. There are over 35 episodes in the archives that you can listen to and so many business owners of different types that you can kind of hear their stories and hear their passions. If you are a regular listener of the show, thank you so much for your support week in and week out. If you have not already, please head on over to iTunes and be sure to subscribe and to leave us a review. Leaving us a review helps us to get the show out there and share the show with new people. As always, thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you guys next week. Bye.